0: If you like my past conversations, check out my new show, Giving Them the Business, with Chris Gotti Lorenzo and Don De Niro, powered by AdVentures Music.
1: Because hey, I South had a South. conversation. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm younger. And he was like, we was talking about top 10 rappers, top 15 rappers. Yeah. And he's like, why you don't got run in there? Why you don't got run am saying? I'm just like,
0: But <laughs> you, well, you know it's hard. You know, it's hard. It's that shh, I hate these questions. Yeah, you know why I hate them? <laughs> because you know, only in our culture we have to pick one. Right. Meaning, if I went into a, a, a different kind of genre, I don't need to say you're the best. But it's how do you compare errors? How that's you, what the that whole. How whole do you do it me. again? Even in you know, in and it goes, it transcends into other things. But we do that as a culture. Mm-hmm. We do that right. to ourselves, and that's something that I'm very uh, set against. I don't want. Um, it's only an opinion anyway. Yeah, there's I no mean, way the to prove the day, it. Yeah, there's yeah. no way to prove it. Now we could go like uh, numbers. We could use numbers, and if you want to use numbers, then the, it starts changing again. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it, it, some of those numbers and milestones that are reached yeah. with some of these artists, they may not be your number one, but shit, their numbers say they're number one. Right. <laughs> they're, right, right. So again, it's very weird. So it's like when you get, how do you ask the pioneers? And that's what they are, the, mm-hmm. the, the pioneers yeah. and the architects of the very infrastructure of Big commercialized music, like so you don't have that, crossover without them, exactly. right? They're that pioneer. Then you go back further, and you have a different pioneer that just started mm-hmm. the, the, the rap industry. Right. That where do you, where do you put them? Hurts you know how yeah, many man. you know how many hurdles they had to get through to be that pioneer. Like when you put it in perspective, it changes, and that's why for me, these conversations are, are, are weird. These are barbershop conversations, yeah. and it's just conversation. And you know they always talk about genres of music. Uh, another thing that I'm big on is like how do I compare best rapper? And you see the Grammys best rapper or the rap album of the year. How do I fucking compare Eminem to fucking uh to, ludicrous. Z, to Lil Wayne? Hey, to hey. Tyler, the creator, the deep, Tyler the Creator. The how you, you know in, yeah, in yeah. the other giant, gy- and this is part of the problem that needs to get addressed. And fixed like they did in rock and roll and other genres of music. They made subgenres. So you wouldn't classify them all in the same bunch. Yeah. Right. And that is just the facts. We cannot do that. So Somebody you, said that
1: years ago, we need to have subgenres of hip hop. It makes total sense. Yeah, it was stuff. probably me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it makes total fun, honestly. You might have heard what I was saying. Yeah, I got to that long time now. Long time. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, that's really the only way. Hip hop would truly get its full value. That's why it took so long for us to be known as the most dominant or the biggest uh, genre of music in the world. We've been that. Yeah. yeah but they sure. never gave it because of these kind of things that was blocking it. And then, they, you know, man, there's so many areas we could go into, and that's, yeah, yeah, that's a lot. I specific, mean, that's
2: specific to run, uh, there's a Jay Z line, and I know Hovier, man, who he said on Otis, I invented swag. And I immediately was like, "That's a lie." Running Venice, <laughs> <laughs> I remember
0: Man, that footage. Shout out Joseph Simmons. <laughs>
2: I, I, I remember <laughs> like being a kid and seeing that concert footage where this is my house. This is my and house. The put, your, but is put you in that swag. That is swag. Yeah. That's that's I'm just, It's, I'm just it's as presence It's swag. You know it's why? Crowd control, it's everything. Tell you. Everybody stuck their Adidas so, in the air no, and but had I, no laces in. I
0: think that line is different than what you're making it. In my opinion, okay. see, this is Explain. again. Lines have opinions. You yeah. have to get it from the source, Ho. What up, Ho? You know what I'm saying? The in in my opinion of that line is he's talking about influence over culture, not just a concert. See, you're talking about a concert performance swag. He's talking about swag. I made you dress the way you dress. But still, so did run. Yes, I'm not gonna <laughs> take. Okay, so if you want to do that, not as much as Jay. Put it, let's say that. I'm not taking nothing away from Run. Not as much as Jay-Z. You know, what is that? A 4.6? Is that a four? What's the right. difference? No, right? Jay had a stretch
1: where it was like every year it was like, no, we we over here now. You yeah. say,
0: you say a stretch, I don't think it stopped. See, that's the it difference. No, Wayne, Wayne okay, got it. we can't get the Richard million <laughs> yeah. watches or whatever it may be. Come on, Jay, slow down, man. Talk to the little guys for a minute. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. but at the end of the day. Jay, like, this the his, plane y'all need to get. He like, I just <laughs> my conversation to Jay was, you're the one, right? You're Neo for sure. You're fucking Neo, yo. And that comes with a lot of weight when I say that because if he's the one, there's a lot of responsibility that he has to take care of the masses. He can't think about himself, right? And that's what I told him, and it, that's the standard he is. I said, you might be the one, but I might be Morpheus, nigga. That's a fact. I find Neos. Right. That's what I do, and I said. He I I could identify Neo. That's what Morpheus is in the movie. And I said, that's who I am. I could identify Neo. In the face of all. You're the one. And on all levels, when you think who's gonna lead us without trying to rob and cheat us, that's the game. Yeah. That's the game to really uplift the culture, the people that we're talking about, and to move it where we should, where we should own these things, that you could have your own podcast, make your own money, depending on nobody it's all about and,
2: you and to that point own it from the door like not get in take a bad deal Hello. go Gotta down go the line renegotiate for 10 years. Yeah. have a uh, pickets, pick, have your fans picketing in outside the office free us campaign free us campaign <laughs> yeah. t-shirts and then yeah. getting your ownership back as opposed yeah. to let's just do fair business at the table
0: from the door yeah there's, there's you know there's a handful of people out here that's really moving in that capacity who's really trying to lead us without trying to rob and cheat us you know what I'm saying? And those are the ones that I endorse, I get behind, I support. You know, when I watch my son, shout out my son and, and Tamika in the fights they're going through from a civil rights standpoint. Right. Mm-hmm. It's so needed. We have to stand behind them, we have to support them. No divide and conquer shit. Uh, and, you know, sometimes, you know, I, I made an analogy I, I took from. Um, Leo, but I put my own spin on it, you know what I'm saying, and Leo had once, it was like, you know, trying to break an artist, is like pushing a boulder up a, a hill, you know what I'm saying, and I get it, to this today, maybe I didn't understand it fully the way he meant it back right. then, Yeah, but today I'm fully aware of what he means, and it's like, when you have a leader, he's on that boulder first, right, he's the one pushing, and I didn't say boss, I said a leader. Um, he's pushing that boulder up the hill. And then when he gets his team, he doesn't want, he allows your opinions of everything you do. But if he's leading, this is where we're going. He he needs all of his soldiers and in, or Indians, if you were, in, you know, the chiefs and the yeah. Indians. Whatever, Whatever the hierarchy is. <laughs> he needs all of those people to be on that boulder. Put your fucking hand on this boulder and let's push. Because it's that hard to get over the top. Now again, if you have a different agenda and you don't want to support it, you're not going to put your hands on that rock. You're going to go and do what you want to do. But don't stand with me in front. Don't Don't be in the way. You're taking up a space that right. someone else is going to put their hand on that boulder and push up that hill. And that's what the problem is. We got so many, man, divide and conquer mechanisms out here. Oh, yeah. Social media is one of the biggest, uh, absolutely. Sure. Everyone has an opinion. Man, so it's like, but you know, at the end of the day, I'm I'm a hell of a chief, but I'm even a better Indian. So if if I have to be a follower and push and support somebody, that's what I do. That agenda, that movement, my hands are on the rock. Right. I'm not taking them off. You don't have to worry about me. Right. I'm here. You locked in place. And that <laughs> to me is the difference. It doesn't mean you only have to be a leader. You could be that Indian, you could be that follower yeah, I think for the right but... person. My man De Niro, shout out Don De Niro. He always tells me, he said, Chris, I don't follow anyone, but I will follow you. Because he knows I'm not doing no Fugazi business with nobody. Money's never been my, I want to make money, I never did it to try and take it from someone right, else. Right, so, right. You know, whenever you hear that word, like, or someone say I got a good deal, that means someone got a bad deal. You know, there can't be two good deals for the same deal (laughs) (laughs) So someone got a bad deal, you heard me So at the end of the day, this is all part of what the problems are Like, you know, and it's again, taking advantage of the naive Which, if I were tied back into music, that's all we were that's all we were, and we're in yeah. a direction where right now I got a company, Adventure Music, that is for independent artists to push them, to help them learn, own, operate, and monetize their business. It's a lot of work. Yeah, I'm 30 plus years in the music industry right. just to get to this point, and I got so much more to go. It's like, I'm just trying to give you information and knowledge to move your own business. Right. That's all I'm really doing, and then it's like, that shit is expensive. Yeah, and y'all, um, <clears throat>
2: all of this eventually turns into The A&R and the production and all that
0: turns into Murder, Murder Inc. Well, actually, you know, everyone always says, how do you start Murder, Inc.? And that's how we started. You see, Irv didn't, Irv, and I'm going to say Irv, Irv did not say, hey, come on, let's go start Murder, Inc. Let's go start a record label. Not at all. He wanted to be the biggest producer in the game. Right. He became that. At that moment, you know, his Dre is his, one of his guys that he looks at as he's the best, right? Dr. Dre, shout out Dre, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Um, and man, Dre's iconic, legendary, all of that. And Irv was like, That's who I'm chasing. And when they met and everything, that's the conversation. Dre was giving Irv the compliments, and he was giving it was like both complimentary of you, like. You the best. No, you the best. Yeah, you best. Yeah. <laughs> but Dre was really giving it up. And then we used to go on tour with Dre and all of that, with all the different shit he was doing. Like, dope dude. You know what I'm saying? It's sad that how everything ended up moving, but we still got nothing but love and respect for the dude. Right. At the end of the day, he's the one in hip-hop. For sure. Um, and that's Irv's, was his goal as a producer. You know, he wanted to be as big, as good as Dr. Dre. You know, if Irv was sitting here, he'll tell you the same thing. It's not a secret, you know. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, like I said, things transpired or whatever. We're right. still good, but it's not the same. Right. You know, because literally he would call us all the time and call and check up and, oh, I'm over here. Especially with Irv, you know. Right. Not not as much me. For me, for my, being a bigger brother, looking at my little brother, seeing all the things he wants, If I feel it. If you understand, yeah, it makes sense. You know what I mean? Absolutely, I feel it like, cause damn, I know what it is to him. Right, you know know this is his dream. I know what he wanted. You know what I mean? And I feel it, so it's all good. But at the end of the day, it's nothing. It's all straight. So through your lens,
2: do you feel like the production or the A and R work was, if one word was more important, or is a combination of both that led to the
0: combination? Irv was like the goose that laid the golden egg in that era. Irv is in the Guinness Book to being number one. The longest number one, and it still stands, the longest number one for a producer, and he did it with multiple artists. Right, I believe it's forty-eight weeks out of fifty-two weeks. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's not bad. (laughs) Yeah, that's (laughs) not bad. Ninety-seven (laughs) percent of the year. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's that's so. If what what I want to say with that too is, if anyone in this room was to do that today understand every label will give you exactly what you want. They will do everything they want you want them to do. That's the the power. That's the power he had at that time. Irv was the guy that they called to save their artist's career. Right. Give me that hit. We're at Universe. We're at Def Jam. But Sony, we gave Sony a ton of hits, we gave Atlantic a ton of hits, you know what I'm saying? So other record labels, we didn't keep it inside. Irv spread the, the wealth, let's say, or generosity with the hits, and he's also given artists the concept. See, Irv is different, he doesn't just make a beat, which most of these producers just give you the yeah. beat and you got to go make the hit. You yeah. know, Irv helped you form that hit. He helped you with the idea, which is the most important, Absolutely. if you ask me, right. then the next important is the wordplay, right? That marriage with music and then, but the idea first and how to cultivate it, because that's actually giving you the words to say. He's helping you form your song. And that's what he did. Man, that's what he did, man. He's he's one of one. Yeah. He's one of one. So and that's so what happened because of that success of being a producer and all that, Tommy Matola, I give all the credit to for murdering. Because Tommy told us said, I want to buy beats, but he didn't really want to buy beats. He said, I don't want to buy no beats from you. I want to give you a record label. Mm. So when Irv Damn. comes back to tell us he's going crazy, we got a label, we got a label. And then... <laughs> We don't have a name for <laughs> <laughs> so the label. So Jaws doing a mix, There, here's your proof. I'm telling you, if you want to proof out, you know, everything's yeah. fact check. I like to make people understand I'm not capping. It's all truth. So I give a lot like of facts. Like how you threw
1: capping in there. Yeah, real, real. Yeah, real. yeah. They think that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I want you to know what if I'm saying it is real, and here you could go check it. So one of the things that I would say is, um, how to check it is, we Irv Jaru's doing a mixtape at the same time. We didn't get a deal, but the deal's on the table. Okay. And we didn't sign that or nothing. And then, because it got into a bidding war with every label. Right. So, Tommy, we told it, Sony offered it, then Universal jumps in. Everyone's in. It ended up coming down to Sony and Universal to see who we go with. and But at the time, we don't have a name. And we told Ja, we're in the studio, he's doing a freestyle for Clue, DJ Clue. And we're telling Ja, like, say the name so it looked like we know what the fuck we was doing like right. we knew yeah. we was going <laughs> the lay but he don't mention murder inc he mentioned all the other names that we talked lockdown was a wreck uh lo- we was going to call it lockdown records that was a choice at the time um i can't remember all the other choices we had but lockdown was definitely one of them and you could hear rule yeah it's a lockdown in the record that he did with uh clue and if you put it in time you know timeline i'm terrible with time you'll see we didn't have murder inc yet mm-hmm. right. so then Irv is at home watching the arts and entertainment channel with Gangster Week, and he sees, you Murder know, Inc. Murder Inc., which is Lucky Luciano, Albert, Albert Interstage, Interstage, and those guys. And if you, you know, they had the Tommy gun, like the, when it comes on, and da 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 da, and the notorious Murder Inc., and they made hits, and Irv went fucking crazy. Yeah, we That's the name. Yeah. He said, All I do is fucking make hits. That's the name. Right. Nigga went crazy. Look, you can see I got goosebumps. Every time I tell that story, (laughs) this is real shit. That's real shit. You see it every time I tell a story, it's it's like yo, it brings me right there because that's the essence, and it was so bad how they portrayed us like that wasn't really the way it is, and I'm like my nigga, cut it out. Gotti's a nickname Jay Z gave Irv. Irv's real nickname was Magoo. I didn't want Gotti, but I'm his brother. So if he's Gotti, guess who's yeah. Gotti too?
2: The Gotti family. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, you know what I'm saying. But Earth's real nickname was Magoo, and Jay was like, "I don't like that." And I'm gonna give you another name. Called him Gotti once. Jay Z called him Gotti. Everybody right. called him Gotti, and that's the rest of history. And it's like that's the facts. Everyone's like, "Oh, he's infatuated with being a gangster." We all are. We all watch Goodfellas, Godfather. It wasn't that he wants to be. But it made sense from a music, it's the double entendre, which Irv loved. He loved Death Row. If you was a Death Row uh, artist, you was an inmate. Right. right, uh, Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He loved that. Bad boy. Yeah, I'm a bad boy. You know what I'm saying? He loved those double entendre type names. Yeah. So when he found Murder, Inc., he was in love with it. One of the worst days, again, was when we made the uh, leo and everyone came and said, take murder off the name. It's like, but that's not what it is. They just don't understand the culture. Absolutely, and at the moment you don't understand the power. Like in the moment we didn't understand. Today, if they did it, it would have been a whole different. It
2: would have been nothing. Like you name your record, whatever you want. Kill everybody in the (laughs) pop entertainment. You're all dead. You're all dead records, and nobody bats an
0: eyelash about it. Like you understand. But at the in that moment, I mean, Leo or Russell, all of them came at us crazy. We're dealing with the feds. With, I mean. You know, we're dealing with a nine-figure business, you know right. what I'm saying? We're not sitting on, and everyone's saying, just drop it. They're, they said they're going to, we'll do a funeral procession around the country, and in the coffin it'll be the word murder, and we're going to kill the word murder. <laughs> this is the, the, the we're shit- We're going to kill the word this is, We're going to WWF about- <laughs> this is, We had press conference yeah. on this shit and everything, like you could, again, go Google this yeah. shit. Ben Chavis was involved, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Listen. Uh, shout out to Farrakhan, uh, the honorable uh, Minister <laughs> Louis Farrakhan, like unbelievable person. I I hate that they're blackballing him and not putting him on Absolutely. on on to because he's he's everything I've ever heard from him is only a positivity and it's nothing wrong with him saying about him mm-hmm. about our people and what has been done and he's talking about it. But you know we had the pleasure of going out to Indiana to meet up with him and his family and I mean multiple times. Like again, it's It's just a lot. All of this was part of the weight of what was going on at that moment. And again, we chose to go ahead and kill it. We'll just be the Ink Records today. We're back to Murder Ink. It's no more Ink Records. It's just Murder Ink. But it was at the moment. It's done in those decisions. And again, you can't take back. But it's definitely a regret that I know Irv has at the highest. It got to be just the fact that you got level. the
1: goose from I'm saying when you came
0: up with Murder yeah. Inc. To yeah. know
1: that y'all out we gotta get that all because that's special. When you, yeah, when yeah. you
0: understand it, it, again, it wasn't marketed. It wasn't told. The story was never. It was told. organic. It was real. It's not like today. Yeah. Everything is told. If I had an Instagram, everyone that knew this shit back then, right? You <laughs> know, know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, oh man, that don't mean nothing. That's what it is. That's where it came from. For, for those that don't know, how big
2: was Murder Inc. at its height? Money generated, units sold the whole picture. We was
0: all right. <laughs> at one time we had to be the biggest label. Easily. Yeah, yeah at one moment. Sure. You know, we had that, we had that. So again, we helped empower the ones that may have took us out. Right. Think about that. Rough, Rough Riders, Rockefeller. It's all empowered by Irv. Irv. Irv, helped both of those in a major way. Irv was way the genesis of of all of it. East Coast rap, I like to say. Yeah, it's like because it was a moment in time, and no disrespect to Puffy, because he definitely did his numbers with Biggie and Bad Boy, but Suge comes through with Death Row and crushes the numbers, right? And then yeah. Puffy's doing numbers, but they doing seven, eight million. Ah, he ain't doing what he <laughs> yeah. doing. They ain't doing what they hey, Hold doing. on, it was di- it was more disrespectful <laughs> in Irv's. In Irv's opinion, my opinion, because they're doing it, well, Interscope, you got Interscope with Defro, you got Irish The Records, you got Jimmy Iovine and Clive Davis. Clive Davis is Whitney Houston. He's right. How's he doing it with Bad Boy bigger than Leo Cohen and Russell Simmons at Def Jam? Right. The hip hop label. From New York, the Mecca. So that was one of Irv's biggest beats with Def Jam when he yeah. first got there. He's like, How are you selling 500,000 units and they selling 5 million? How you letting them, that label, beat you when you right. hip hop? Like, what's wrong here? Yeah. And that was really what motivated him uh, to do it and push the whole Def Jam. And He did it, he did it, yeah, He did, did it, a lot, did it to death, <laughs> you know. He, you know, his DMX play was really to go against Puffy in a sense, again, because Puffy, competition, P- Puffy don't had up. Uh,
2: first dibs on DMX, right? Well, he could have, but he
0: I don't want to, you know, I know, you know I'm, was I'm gonna stay out I know, of that mix. I know Shout Irv, out to DNY, I, I I'm gonna I was, was with him from the door. Listen to me, I'm gonna stay out of that. Because there's a lot of stories that came out after his passing. Okay. And again, the reality is reality. I know what really went on and I know what really happened. And what really happened was I was, me and Irv was literally, Irv more than me, picking him up out of a crack house to bring him to studios. I would go there just to give him a couple dollars. You know what I'm saying? When, When Leo tells a story, his mouth is wide shut. Right? When he gets his deal or brings him down. Right. He got a two like different freestyling with his mouth, and his mouth is wide yeah. shut because he got a broken jaw. That's a true story. Why is his mouth wide shut? No one asked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? X was out really robbing people and doing crazy shit and then he got caught and that was the result of it and I know for sure I spoke to people from Rough Riders saying Keep him away from me. I'm gonna kill his ass. And I'll get that. Don't mean again. His families fight. I'm not trying right. to say nothing right. Absolutely against anybody, but families do fight, man. But I do know if Irv doesn't take that initiative to really do what he do, who knows what happens, right? You know what I'm saying? And I go even deeper because why started Irv as a producer? Really? really? That's yeah. That's right. Yeah, Y from Rough Ride started Irv as a producer. Irv meets him through, I believe, a guy named Chad Elliott, who's a producer to Irv. Dr. You know, Seuss, right? Yeah. And Chad Elliott. And then um, Y meets Irv, and he sees Irv with Irv, and says, You can make beats? Irv lies. <laughs> Hell yeah!
2: <laughs> yeah, you need beats? I make yeah. beats. <laughs> he
0: said, All right, I need some tracks for, for, for my artists. Irv said, Well, I don't have an MPC 2000, I believe it is. I'm bad with all this shit, but I believe it's the 2000. He said, okay, I'm gonna buy you one. Damn. And that is the beginning of Irv Gotti as a producer. Because he bought it one. I come home, <laughs> I come home, and Irv is in the room with the box and the MPT reading the directions. <laughs> yo, yo, but this is the type of animal you're dealing with. Right, right. He gonna figure it out. This nigga had beats, and I promise you that first track he made was hot, and he got it off to D. I mean, to Y. The rest is history. He went and got Little Rob, this first producer I said, to help do bass lines. And Irv was tapping out all that shit. And he got Large Professor, I believe it's Large Professor, to come help him make beats. To show him. The process. You know yeah. The technical and, part. And that's, man, I'm telling you the story. The rest is history. Irv, Irv could tell it better because that's what it is, but I know that's what happened. Right. You know, why I bought him that shit. I remember he was scared to death. Like, yo, if I don't make these beats, this is going to feel a way about this <laughs> Irv's <gonna laughs> write, You know what I'm saying? He's yeah. like, I got to make these beats. And that nigga stood in that room, figured it out and had tracks.
2: Damn.
0: And like, and like from zero, like and had tracks that sound right. Like when you listen, you're like, okay. Right. Had. Don't sound like he just made. Yeah. This. yeah, it's like yo, I can hear that. Yeah, and man, he just worked his ass off. No one could ever take anything from that man, Irv. Man, he did his thing. Yeah, Irv really's been
1: there and did it. It's crazy. I was watching a Chris Rock show the other day, like old clips. Yeah, Jay Z was on there and he performed Hard Knock Life on the Chris Rock show. Irv was DJ. Irv was DJ. Yeah, yeah. With all, With the kids okay. sitting on so the stage. Most,
0: what most people don't know is Irv used to do all the Jay shows, set him up, you know, DJ for him, the whole thing, tell him what songs to do this. That's the beginning. That's crazy. That man. is the essence. And then when he, they all get bigger, Jay has to get a DJ because Erb's too big to DJ. Right. Yeah. he got too many things he's got to do. But when I tell you shows, every part of the show, songs. Man, everything when Jay was gone, he would give him the order to line up, why, how to bring it in. Like, Irv's a visionary. Right. Yeah. If, if Jay's sitting there, he got to admit to that too. He cannot deny that. I could sit there and tell you, like, Jay would be in my office waiting to see Irv, see Irv to talk to him about what am I going to do for this show? What am I going to do for this? And Irv would be the one in my office waiting. Yeah, Irv, I mean, yeah, Irv's on his way. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like and and he would sit there no problem you know what I'm saying He'd lock the door make sure no one fucking with the nigga you know what I'm saying yeah come in you need anything nah I'm good boom go back just making sure and yeah that's
2: again where does the relationship with Jay start at because I know it's it's a jazz it's a forty year old relationship that y'all still Jazz O shout
0: out Jazz O man that's where it started so while Irv was at uh um Blunt TVT Jazz O had a little deal at EMI. If I'm not mistaken, I'm trying. You got me going back in my brain. You know? <laughs> I believe it's gonna we'll put you to the test today. Yeah, <laughs> I believe it's EMI Records at the time he has a deal. We give, we give our one of our boys Tron, who's a protege under Irv DJing. Got it. Irv had a bunch of proteges that he had that was nice. Tron was one of them. He put him with Jazz, so Jazz is out there all over. Irv meets Jay Z because of Jazz and him. Um, I'm going to say it was in London. I'm not sure, but I believe it happened in London. He met Jay and the rest is history. They just never stopped fucking with each other from that day. Um, And he just, you know, Jay would always talk to Irv. Jay's one of the first dudes in the hood that I seen with TVs in the headrest. He come through in that Lex 300. Niggas could never tell me about Jay. Jay was getting money. Right. Before music. You know what I'm saying? He come through, had his gold teeth, his chains on, all of that shit. Them pictures, he did it. Yeah, it was his shit. He did it. Right. You know what I'm saying? He come through. We go fuck with him, or whatever. Jay is December fourth. I'm July fourth. So we would always say we on our square. You know what I'm saying? That's off the, on that four. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's like if you see, that's why he did four, four, four. He's big on those fours. Even mm-hmm. Beyonce's September fourth. So he ended up with a four wife. You right. know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy to me. It's like it's deep. Uh but you know those are things that I know for sure though fours mean a lot to Jay. You know what I'm saying? So it, it from, for those reasons, but and not the 4.0s,
1: no, not the, the 4.0, yeah. No, 4.6. 4.6. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's 6.0. It? No, 4.6. 4.6. Yeah, yeah. Fuck with them fours, but not the 4.0. Yeah. <laughs>
0: he 0. didn't fuck with just 4.0. <laughs> for
2: those that don't know, if you had to uh explain uh, you know, Irv's role versus your role
0: in Murder Inc., mm. Irv is the leader. As simple as that. Uh, okay, we had cards, business cards, and we kept- What did your card say? Underboss. I like that. I thought it said consigliere. No. <laughs> underboss. No, <laughs> not consigliere. No. Consigliere is my lawyer. Okay. Yeah, that's the- That was, my, that was who, his card said. Right. Consigliere was, is not I'm the underboss. Under it it was boss, underboss. Under then it was compo, lieutenants. You know what I am saying? Mm-hmm. Shit like that. We that's had all gangster <laughs> yeah, instead funny. of instead of titles. This was your title and like yeah. a marketing director. No, you was the fucking lieutenant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all it's all marketing. but yeah. we didn't get a chance. I promise you, the industry when we came in at them, corporate America looked at us like we are fucking crazy, scared, because you come in my office. And I always had the biggest music, my, every, everyone coming to my office because I had the best TV and the most sound. Right. <laughs> and, and, and I always had a really big office and they come in my office and you walk in and you felt the vibe, that energy, rape and pillage on the wall. Not because I'm raping and pillaging, because that's what they doing to us. Right. Know? So I'm reminding myself to watch out for the rape and pillage from these guys. And people would see that and take it the wrong way. I had a noose. Over oh, real bad, over my desk <laughs> and people, executives would come and say, is it, that re- is it really that bad? I said, that's not for me, that's for you. <laughs> you are gonna put your neck right in there and kids step off the chair and then that's when I don't fuck with you no more. You know what I'm saying? But it's, it's things that have kept me, again, I'm not, I didn't learn school, I learned how to learn on my own. So I have to keep things that remind me to keep me in the right mindset. Right, I don't right. know if that makes sense, but that's really what I did. Right. I, I do that to this day, I got all these expressions and sayings for for situations to keep me in the right business mind, mm-hmm. just for those reasons, you know what I mean? And that's what I did even back then, Like I just made sure I was in the right mindset right. coming into this industry, knowing that every lawyer we dealt with took advantage of us until I got to Ron Sweeney and Brian Robinson, they all robbed us or was giving up our intellectual property to the label so they knew how to block us. Damn. Yeah, That's what every artist, I promise you, every artist is dealing with this shit today. Y'all think y'all got a great lawyer. Until you get your own lawyer that works just for you, you don't have a great lawyer because that lawyer is in business with multiple artists. Right. And that's how they feed their family. Mm -hmm. So when they go to sit down with that exact same boss, okay, that exact same executive that they got to deal with over and over for all their other artists. Prosecutors
1: working with judges
0: and shit there are other artists. Yeah, they'll sell out some, yeah, and they'll get yeah. good deals for others. Right, now let's go. So it's like on. you said, it's so business. So, so yeah.
2: Somebody got a good deal. Somebody, somebody got, got a, good a bad deal. deal. Somebody got Here a bad we go again. I <laughs> yeah. uh, Ron Sweeney was one of the Ron three? Sweeney. That's I, the
0: same guy that sued, is suing Little Wayne. Well, Ron Sweeney was Little Wayne's attorney. Was well, he his attorney or his manager? Attorneys, maybe he was doing again as an attorney. You you probably act if you bring the deal in. You will act in a manager capacity. So instead of six percent, you'll take twenty something. It wouldn't be six. It probably three to five. Probably five percent. I wouldn't go more. Wayne is a huge artist. Shout out, little Wayne, huge artist. Uh, but Ron Sweeney was our attorney first. Ron Sweeney was Easy easy attorney. So the reason we go to Ron Sweeney isn't, and we make him. He was at the time. Uh, head of business affairs for Sony. Okay. That's what he was when we took him. Right. So I made him an offer he couldn't refuse. Right. And he comes <laughs> in and he brings uh, Brian Robinson, who's at Universal. And it was and the reason I give them the So most they like uh,
2: in-house counsel for you?
0: Only us. They only work because okay. At that time, they could not work for no That was the contingent deal. If you want to come fuck with me. Right. And we took that concept from Suge Knight. Okay. Suge Knight had David Kenner. That was yeah. his one attorney. But the reason that was so important, and Suge Knight, you know, hold your head, boys. Shout out Suge Knight. The reason Suge Knight was so important, he's probably one of the smartest execs in bar, music. Bar none. You know, he's probably the inventor of the 360, way ahead of everyone, which everyone is using today. But they said when he did it, it was unfair. When well, now every label does it. You know, kind of crazy. standard
2: practice now. Kind of crazy, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: Same thing they killed him for is what they do today it's that's nuts. normally the way it goes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then another one of the these are like my like some of the people I learned so much from just watching what they do. Not maybe necessarily talking, but understanding their business moves and right. why. You know, they made the move, uh, Jay Prince. Again, super sharp guys, man. Yeah. These are like any they could stand next to any executive and hold their head in music. Period.
2: I saw something, um, it might have been like one of these interview series on YouTube or something like that. And they was basically saying like, Suge has so much leverage after, uh, I guess they did like a soft release for g thing. He had so much leverage, Jimmy let him pick his deal. Like, what deal do you want? Do you want 80-20 and... Uh, you do all the marketing or do you want 50-50 and we split the costs or whatever, yeah. whatever. And we give you a big budget. Like he was basically allowed to dictate his terms sure. of how he wanted to operate with, with yeah
0: him. Again, that's, that's power that comes from success power. And again, just remember they never thought hip hop would go this far.
2: They thought it was a fad. It was supposed to be. Yeah. They
0: be. never thought it would be where it's at, yet alone being the biggest genre in the world. They, I don't think there's anything in the world bigger than hip hop. Not even
1: clear. No, not even clear. I'm
0: talking about religion-wise. I no. mean, anything. I don't think there's nothing bigger. I, I,
1: we talk about it all the time on the show, just what hip hop means. to
0: like. See, I've been on that time. See, people are on it now, and I've been on this time for, man, over a decade. But that's why I'm like, yeah, you probably heard me say that, because yeah. that's how, and I'm not trying to brag, it's just I seen it. And it's still going. It's not, you know, we used to tell uh, different marketing people why they should do business with us to give us a, a marketing deal or something. And we would tell them our fan, our demo is getting younger mm-hmm. and older at the same damn time.
1: I personally can't. I, at this point, you're seeing every product on the planet. Everything sold
0: with hip hop. Yeah. Fast Every, food is called yeah. don't fumble the bag. Everything <laughs> is our culture. <laughs> it's nuts. Yeah, right. but you know what the Everything. saddest part is? We don't own our culture. Nuts, right? That to me is the worst part. Mm-hmm. So my whole business with adventures is to get it back. That's what I want. I want to, we need to own our culture. And when you understand how to make money on your own, you don't need to go to the next person or you could do it yourself. And that's why I said I like my connects. Because yeah. <laughs> that's what you need right. So when you are uh, To tie it again Back in the adventures If you're a new artist From Boise, Idaho You are just starting And you, what chances Do you have to know This information You can Google Whatever you want And get information And knowledge It's out there Yeah, Some parts are not told
2: now, I was going to say Some stuff They going to withhold They not going to give Some things you all are that not told And that's yeah. what i I remember I'm to tell seeing uh, Daz Dillinger uh, Might have been a YouTube video Or IG Live or something And he was breaking down Like All the different ways that like an artist can make money independently, and I'm almost watching it like, why is he giving this information out for free? Like Mm -hmm. it, it kind of scared me because he was so specific down to like. Probably was
0: giving it out for free because when you go when you go through something, most people. Yeah, and it's weird because, man, it's very weird for me. I'm gonna say I'm gonna use me. If I go through something, I tell it because I don't want you to go through it. Got it. Most people in the industry if they was treated bad they hire someone and treat them worse it's crazy and say pay your dues yeah pay your dues they getting a bad deal that to me is the old way of thinking and if and when i see uh, that i run away from these people people. hurt people (laughs) because that is so bad it's like man why can't you know we're supposed to evolve as a culture as a people Mm -hmm. and that That way of thinking, again, of course, I want people to pay their dues, but they don't have to go through what I went through to pay them. They could do it in a new way, more productive way. Chris, specific to to that point, um, why do
2: you think it is that people just continue to, like, Perpetuate that same cycle where it's like somebody will identify like an artist and they'll know what they got. They'll know like this is the next Lil Wayne or this is the next whatever whatever, and still put them in a bad deal. And then three, four, five years down the line, no, they
0: do it on purpose. They don't. They put. They know it's the next Lil Wayne. Put them in a bad deal because guess what? They got a good deal.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I got
0: the good one. There you go. There you go. They got a good deal. They know what they're doing. Yeah, they know. And if he turn into Lil Wayne, I'm gonna make this right. So they know what they're doing. At the end of the day, they know what they're doing. And all these execs, this is what they lived and breathed. I mean, 95, 98% of them, fuck it. 90, maybe even 99. Yeah. They all lived. I don't see the ones uh, that came through in our eras that was doing anything other than that. Right. How about that? It was probably uh, 99.9%. They all made you go through it because that's what they went through, you know, I, I, you know, uh, who would
2: you say? Is, I, I, in, I got names. Who, I just don't want to expose no, 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 everybody, no, man. No, no
0: but Didn't show you what I mean by it because there's some really prominent execs that that did this. And other people that did it, and they're still doing it, and it's like, look, I can show you, but I don't want to expose them. Let them yeah, like their Yeah, hey, like little, you Good know, luck,
2: God bless. twos and fews of people have gotten, uh, like, exposed for other reasons, not necessarily their business practices, but, like, you got Charlie Walk, they got him up out of here. But, again, for the sh-
0: sexual, he's on yeah, the Me Too side. Right, on the
2: Me Too side. Man,
0: the Me Too is real. The Me Too is real. It, it, again, meaning these execs abuse their power with women. It's just a fact. right? See, now I would sit there and say, I didn't abuse my power, but I definitely had real conversations where they probably didn't.
2: Right.
0: You know, I'm not beating around the bush if you're an adult. I didn't deal with no minors at all. That's not, e- I wouldn't even sign a minor. Lloyd just, I was just with Lloyd and he thanked me so much for helping him and doing everything. But I made him wait till he was 18 before I gave him his deal because I said, I don't want to deal with a minor. Yes, I want you to be of the right age so that when we do these, this is real business. It's rough. Yeah, It's like for a, for a kid, it's even harder, right? Yeah. It's not a kid business, honestly. I know the kids is in it, but you always see the stories with the kids. I don't know if you could name one that I don't hear a story about like that was treated unfairly yeah, you know what i'm saying because yeah. they're a kid and then every deal as a minor you could get out of yeah that would they uh only disney only they mickey had a mouse only mickey mouse <laughs> keep you in
2: the right they dance. had a situation had a little, like they that uh, a couple years ago with little Pump <laughs> with uh at warner because he was 16 when yeah. he signed and they paid him whatever they paid him at the time two million dollars or whatever the case may be and then they challenged the deal, Got mm-hmm. went, to, went to court, got it ratified, got out of it. They had to pay $8, $8 million to re-sign them. Facts. And because of that, they just said I mean, what you said, we don't deal in minors no more. They dropped yes. everybody
0: on the because label it's very under hard. 18. It's very, it's very hard. And that's the facts. Only, like I said, only Mickey Mouse has the deals. That's why Britney Spears and uh, Timberland, Justin Timberland, uh-huh. not, right? Uh, Timberlake. 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 You know what I'm saying? They all was from Mickey Mouse, man. But they had to pay. Mickey Mouse gets all his retribution. Mickey right. <laughs> <laughs> gonna get that. Shout <laughs> <laughs> right. out Mickey
1: Mouse.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mickey coming for seven thousand <laughs> percent. He's Shout not out. I don't Mickey know who his lawyers are. I don't know what types of deals he. Well, has. Well, you know that's
2: exclusive legal counsel. Whoever well, it you is, you understand
0: <laughs> when, when that man puts his when that mouse puts his shit out, <laughs> you can't break it, man. That's it. You stuck. If I do it, it's over. You, like, you know, I, I've dealt with mine mo a few times. It's always ended in the separation. Yeah, not because of bad business. Because they get a lawyer in their ear or someone, and then they they tell them, "You can get out. Ah, right, get out of here. Go. Please leave me alone." Right. I tried. Yes. <laughs> I tried to help. You know what I mean? You uh you good bro- luck, God bless. You That's bro- my hell shit. You
2: yeah. brought up Lloyd and a little while ago, you briefly touched on the transition to the ink. Let's talk about um mm-hmm. Lloyd and Ashanti in that era of murder ink transitioning I think into we jump in
1: the, the ink. Whatever you want to go into. Like Ja becoming the the absolute oh, true, true, true. like did y'all know off rip that that was going to happen? Like Ja
0: was going to go there. We had a good idea. He was really special. I won't go further than that. Like, to know what level... Again, my biggest... One of my most, like, regrets, I'll say, or saddest... Sad, it's not a regret, because it's not something I could have controlled, but something that the world never got was the experience, Ja Rule. In that, like, he was going, still going. Mm-hmm. We go through the federal trial, you got the whole 50 Cent shit, and then a flip that you never seen happen, ever just happens mm-hmm. from being the biggest to being hated and all of this other right. stuff deals with it gets through it and just now he's getting it back because people i've seen so many people say damn i'm sorry i didn't fucking keep going with you mm-hmm. like and everything he was doing is what you hear today right? yeah, we, we, yeah so at the end of the day how do you, you think that happened is one of the best artists in hip-hop Ever, but we didn't get to see the emancip- you know, the emancipation of it, like yeah, the maceration of it, like we didn't get to see it finished did, did y'all ever
2: get to do any like Ja Rule or Murder Inc headlining tours?
0: Yeah, he did headline tour. He did a tour. He did um, you know what? He did he did like one or two okay headline tours, but not is to the capacity of what it could have been or should have right. Been. Because I mean, because it's 2021
2: now, They he's selling out 7,000 and yeah, 5,000 now. He do what they call
0: ample theater. Ample theater. Yeah, ample theater. You yeah. know, He'll do a good anywhere between five to say even up to 10,000. Right. You know, that's his number. Anything but consistently, for, me, for artists
2: that ain't putting no music out probably, in 18 years yes, or whatever. Say
0: less. That's what I tell <laughs> everyone. You can say what you want. Most people, the, the the perception is he's done. And I'm like, man, you just don't understand. Does he still record music? He records every day.
2: Why won't he put music up?
0: Uh, he records a lot. I'll just say that he doesn't. Um, he doesn't put out music. He's gonna start. We just released a couple of songs. Okay. Um, he did. He released a couple of songs. His here's, here's the reality. He's a he's a old school artist. Right. Used to the old school way. So there's a lot of uh, fear, insecurity, and I don't have the same rollouts, the same videos, the same financial. Support that came in with those big rollouts that he's accustomed to. Right the radio promo tours and I said you could do it all you just got to do it different do it different exactly but again there's you know every artist has uh, I mean his, his, his stage, every artist is the most insecure person you might have. his ever stage meet. presence is immaculate he has
2: one of the best live shows in the game to this bar none you know, you and he watch, still looks 20 years old that, yeah that too it's he's ridiculous. blessed <laughs>
0: he's blessed with good genes he didn't get fat and out of shape and when you see some of his artists that are in his same era they man they whew, they don't look the yeah. and on that stage, he, he wipes the floor with literally. Damn near he anybody. he did uh
1: Ray, he did the uh, AC boardwalk john last year. With, yeah. And I'm just like, I'm not too I'm not sure too many people from that era can still do this. Like no. just destroy a crowd, sell out like it is is wild when you really think about it. And like you said, no new music. No new it's music. music. I'm that coming catalog. with the old John. That's
0: <laughs> To me, yeah. that's the most uh cr- that's part of the craziest thing I see is no new music. Yeah. Even, People really flipped hey, on him. even Even the Shindy with no new music, she kills it. Yeah. And you know, she put out music that just wasn't successful. And he also sees that. Right. You know, there's something missing. You know do what's Do you missing? think... uh you to tell you what's missing? So, please, Irv Gotti. I call a spade a spade. You, yes. When you have chemistry, you don't break it. I yes. tell that for any business, anything you're doing. If you have chemistry with something, do not break it. Just add on to it. Enhance it. Try and make it last as long as it can. That chemistry's everything, especially in music. Yeah. And I could do, go through a list of artists, once they broke chemistry, it was never the same. Right. You know, Dr. Dre being the glue, just think of all the death row artists after him and see if their careers was better or worse. Right. It's, it's just real. Like, you know, Puffy. Think of any of the producers that was making those hit records. what you say before the start Is Your mom called, everybody gotta come home. Gotta come home. The glue. But, you know... Uh, Irvin Rule is still like that. Irvin Shanti's not like that. Lloyd him and Ir- Lloyd is not like that. Like they was. It's mm-hmm. not right. the same. You know what I'm saying? Irv is into television and movies and still does music. I was going to ask still you if Irv is he done with music? No, he's still he's doing Ricky uh our, our niece, his goddaughter, you know what I'm saying? My sister's Real niece, right. same, you know, nephew and all of that. <laughs> nah. This is my real niece and she, uh, she's doing well. You know, he did some stuff with her and again, he picks and chooses what he wants. People don't realize Irv chose to quit. Right, absolutely. People think he was pushed. No, he chose to quit because Universal, the people he made billions of dollars for, was cooperating against him with the government and was not pushing the music anymore and he couldn't believe it. People, the same people he helped and entrusted right. with confidence, and he realized that they wasn't following. He's like, he came, he had a meeting. Again, I got proof because it was a bunch of people. My staff was in the meeting. He called a meeting and he tells everyone, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that meeting was the illest because he, what he doesn't realize is after we leave that conference in the meeting, everyone is coming to me. What does this mean? Yeah. He kept paying everyone. Until, like, for a year and a half. so the budget ran out. Yeah, until the budget was gone. He gave everyone the money. So they got their pay. He said, figure something out. I'm not doing this shit no more. And he stepped down and stopped. Hey, this is Chris Gotti. I hope you enjoyed the last clip. Coming soon on Clash TV. Download the app now.